Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode, number 46 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about wrestling memorabilia. Wrestling memorabilia. Wow. I have some memories of wrestling from my early childhood. Really? Well, in the in the early 50s. My parents got married young, and they sometimes worked nights, and we were living with my uh, paternal grandmother, and she was a wrestling fan. So she'd have wrestling. We lived in D.C., so she would have wrestling from Uline Arena, which was predecessor to Washington Coliseum back in the day. And she had it on all the time. And of course, as a four-year-old, yeah, I didn't know that stuff was fake. But it didn't take me too long before I, I, I learned the truth, that it's all staged and theatrical. And Oh, yeah, sure. People love it. It's it's. Uh, it has rabid fans. Yes, yes, I know. It's a billion-dollar industry. Wrestling. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. I remember some of the the names from the real early days when I was a, a child. Uh, the name Bruno San Martino has been stuck in my head forever. But other than that, I'm I'm not a fan. I don't watch it. But it's hard to miss. You know, one of my favorite actors to watch in movies is Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Right, I saw him. Did you? Yes, I saw him. I bought tickets when I lived in Chicago. I bought tickets for my dad, who was a a wrestling fan. I bought tickets for him and my mom to take my son to go see him at Rosemont Horizon. And my mom said, I do not want to go. Can you please go? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll go. So it was uh, my dad and I and, and my son, Tim. And it was fun. I, I really enjoyed um, watching it. And, oh, I fell in love with The Rock, seeing him wrestle. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't take my eyes off him. And um, when I was expecting twins, I actually went um, with some friends to go see Hulk Hogan in Hartford, Connecticut. Right. And um, it was crazy. And I I just worked my way through the line to try. I wanted a picture of him so bad coming out of, you know, the dressing room where he makes that grand red carpet entrance up to the stage. So I pushed my way through and and uh, I got some pictures of that. I'll have to dig them up. But oh, dig those out. That would be good. And he has a great hotel beach restaurant here in the Tampa area. Right. We've stayed there before. It's fun. Let's talk about finding and flipping right. wrestling memorabilia. Yeah. Tell me, about what kind of experience do you have flipping these things and finding them? Well... My son was into them for a while because of my father, and we had the he had the ring and all these action figures that were, you know, muscle wrestlers. And when he was finished with those, of course, uh, mom sold them on eBay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they, they all went on eBay, and they did really, really well. And I sold uh, the wrestlers one by one. And still today, I will 
if I see um, them at a, a yard sale or out, out flea market, I will actually research them before I pick them up. Because usually mm -hmm. now with the economy, it used to be you could pick one up for a quarter and now people are you know, asking three and four dollars, some five dollars. They're right. asking more for action figures than they used right. to. Right. So you really do have to do your research so that you have a, a bigger profit margin on those. Well, now is an awkward time to be buying a lot of the more popular collectibles. It's just an awkward time because for some of these industries, there's just a bubble. I mean, you try to buy inexpensive baseball cards or comic books and you know things at an entry-level price you just can't find them you yeah. the good stuff that you're always going to pay top dollar for and if you pay top dollar for it it's hard to flip it you can't flip that for a profit the mm -hmm. thing that you to, in order to flip it a profit you need to find things that are modestly priced which means you almost have to luck into them uh, but they're out there they're out there, if, uh, but it's not the kind of thing where you have to, where, where I'd advise you specialize in it. I'm going to go to five yard sales and I'm only going to buy wrestling uh, action figures. Yeah, right. You right. know, that's not the kind of thing you want to do. If you're out, like, you, like you've said several times, you got to have an eye for what to buy. You got to hit those sales and be able to look around and spot the things that you think yeah. you can make a profit on. And, and, in wrestling memorabilia, the things that I see most often that are wrestling related at uh, yard sales and flea markets and that kind of thing are, of course, action figures, but also DVDs, right. wrestling DVDs, right. uh, magazines, that kind of things. But the, the really hard to find stuff like clothing that they've worn in matches or autographs, things like that. Of course, even autographs. These days, there are conventions regularly all around the country with wrestlers that are sitting there selling their autographs for sure. ten bucks, and they sign a hundred autographs. You know that the next week they're probably all going to be on eBay. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's it's the kind of thing that if you're a collector, it's a great pastime. People are passionate about it, mm -hmm. but as a flipper, I think you've really got to do your research. Right, right. Yeah, the, the belts don't sell as much because there's so many replicas and there's so many toys So that were toy belts. I can remember my son had a wrestling toy belt mm -hmm. and of a championship type of thing. But the authentic ones that are truly from the wrestler actually do pretty well depending on the size of the buckle. Mm -hmm. So the bigger the buckle, <laughs> you know, the bang, the bigger the bang. So right. the more, the more you can get. But I actually had a wrestler reach out to me to sell for him on consignment. Tell me about it. Who, who is it? Yeah. So he's, he's called Raven and mm -hmm. he had a couple names, I believe during his career. Raven is a three-time world champion, and he won the ECW World Heavyweight Championship twice and the NWA World Heavyweight Championship once. And mm -hmm. he also held the WCW United States Championship once, and he's the record holder for the most reigns as WWF-E 
hardcore champion with 39 reigns. Wow. Yeah, so this guy, when he reached out to me, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know who he was, and I had to do some research on him. He also has a podcast. And I did some research, and I found out about him, and I was honored to be his exclusive Mm -hmm. consignment seller on eBay. How did he find you? Do you know? Did you have that conversation? Yes, he found me on Google. He -hmm. just searched for eBay consignment seller, and Mm -hmm. that's how he found me. And we had a lot of, um, it started off with emails and then phone calls and then text messages. And then I actually met with him. Um, I told, he sent, he shipped a few items to me and we started from there and we've grown um, almost a year now. I've been selling items for him. And then when I went to Atlanta, I said, I called him and I said, yeah, I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Worth Point office. If you want to, you know, save some shipping and you could bring me a suitcase because I just have a carry-on and I I can bring a suitcase for free. So he said, okay, I'll meet you with the suitcase. So he came to the Worth Point office with his suitcase Mm -hmm. (laughs) full of stuff and he brought items that he wore. They're called ring-worn. And so if you look on eBay and you search for, you know, wrestling ring-worn, then, of course, they bring more money. And if they're signed, they do even right. better. So he right. signed several pieces, and I sold quite a few, and I have still some listed. I actually have about 100 items I have not listed yet. Really? I, I'm just a one-woman show here, Wayne. <laughs> so <laughs> I need, I need uh, more of me, but I um, need to get those listed. And... What I did was in the title of every listing, I wrote his name. I wrote Raven on the title of every listing. So that way, if any of his fans were searching for him or they could easily find his stuff and they'd be mm-hmm. able to identify which items were his and which items weren't his. Right. Also, it made, made it easier to find his stuff on eBay. So when you say ring-worn... As I recall, they mostly were capes and underwear. So what kind of things are you talking about? <laughs> well, his shorts, actually, they were actually blue jean shorts, not long underwear. But they were um, blue jean shorts. And, you know, they had a few rips in them and mm-hmm. tears. And then his T-shirts. This is a big man. He's like, right. you know, 3X supersized muscles. Mm-hmm. And... His shirts will have some tears and rips and, you know, tatters. And I have a ton of his shirts. He's also a huge comic book fan. So Mm. he has a lot of Marvel t-shirts. And I sell those right away when I list the Marvel t-shirts. And they'll have rips on them. They're not signed, but I will include um, his 8x10 that he has hand-signed for people. So I include those with the the items. So if you have any uh, items that are wrestling-type items, you might want to reach out to see if you could find some signed photos to -hmm. go with the item to help bring up the price of of each item because they're out there. There's a lot of signed photos, some with certificates, some without. Mine don't have certificates, but I know the man. So 
I have that history and I have that in my description that I'm selling these on consignment and I know him personally. Right. So that, you know, that, that goes a long ways and you don't have to spend the money on a certificate of authenticity. Right. However, if you have, you know, a higher name wrestler or um, one that has passed away and you may want to get those authenticated to help bring up the value and when I do that I use a company that um, is an uh, affinity partner of WorthPoint called Global Authentics mm -hmm. and they're my favorite authenticator I trust them um, they're easy to work with and they're a great team so that's who I would recommend if you need to get something authenticated Okay, this is a good place to stop, so we will pause right now for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Dealers, you don't have to build your own reference library. WorthPoint has done it for you. With WorthPoint's digital library, you can access over 1,000 books on antiques and collectibles in one convenient place. Find the info you need quickly. Search books by title or author or subject. Dig deep using a keyword search. Don't waste time digging through pages of Google results. Get there quicker with WorthPoint. For a seven-day, seven-lookup free trial, go to worthpoint.com. Here we are. We're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, and we're talking about flipping wrestling memorabilia. So it sounds to me like all of the good stuff is going to end up either on eBay or some other online venue or in a specialty retail store. And in those instances, you're going to be paying premium prices for it. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, it could be. However, sometimes people list stuff on eBay that they don't list it properly. Right. And you can score... If you've done your homework, you can score something lower priced and then resell it on eBay again because mm -hmm. and list it properly. They may right. have not, you know, had the the right keywords. Sometimes people don't know the importance of those titles, so they'll just put up wrestling belt buckle. Right. And they won't put the wrestler's name. <laughs> they won't put the important stuff. They're, you know, Young or old, the age doesn't matter. They just don't have the experience of how to list properly. So right. it's kind of like back in the early days, we used to look for misspellings. Right. And that was fun. You, you could find good stuff to flip on eBay because they were misspelled. And then the algorithms got smarter. And so now, you know, the, the search engines, I mean, got smarter to where misspelled items are being corrected. And eBay's pulling in even the possibilities of misspellings. Let me ask, if you were going to seek out wrestling memorabilia to flip, how would you go about it? Where would you find things at, at a reasonable price that you could make a profit on? Well, another thing I would suggest to people is to Google your state or your town and look for online auctions. I've actually purchased several wrestling magazines and wrestling photographs that I have, I think I have them all listed now, from a local Florida online auction house. Mm -hmm. 
and they're out there. I'm sure every state, city, area has local auctions that are not eBay. I'm not talking about eBay. I'm talking about local auction houses, especially with the pandemic. Many have just gone online, and they're not even doing live auctions anymore. They're all doing it online, and it's crazy how many there are out there. I also have bought from Salvation Army online. Salvation Army online has several auction houses that do just online. Some are most recently my purchase was in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And they were able to ship stuff to me to Florida. So they're out there. So you could do a Google search and start looking for and following auction houses that are in your community because it's so convenient. I mean, I just drive around the corner after the auction's over and pick up my stuff. I mean, it's really easy. So that's one avenue, of course. And, and besides Google searches... And then, of course, eBay, lowest price first. So you can look at lowest price first. And then, of course, pay attention to the resale value, you know, on if you're going to make a profit or not when you're searching that way. Flea markets, too. You know, they're, flea markets, they're, I know especially we're about to go treasure hunting in Long Beach. And I promise you there will be a booth there dedicated to wrestling memorabilia. So there's there's always really? yeah especially long beach they have dedicated niche booths mm -hmm. in at that flea market location which is actually my one of my favorites and they'll have or they'll have one that's dedicated to action figures mm -hmm. or you know and they'll have the wrestling or they'll have one that's dedicated to photographs or autographs and you know, they're, it's a niche kind of um, availability. Not all of them are like that. You can still find the miscellaneous. But right. flea markets, a lot of times, and, and toy shows, specialty shows, you know, types of shows like that. So do a search for shows in your area, things like that. Let me go back and revisit uh, the discussion about eBay and how you find them on eBay and that sort of thing. Are you looking for... If you're sorting lowest to highest, are you looking for ones that are auctions or buy it now? Wouldn't you get better prices on auctions? You could try it. I mean, when I when I see that, I'm not a sniper. I don't know about you, Wayne, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's an advantage to be had, I will take it. <laughs> I am not a snake in the grass. I lose I lose more often than I win, though, I'll tell Do you. Do you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not good. I have no patience. So I just know how much I'm willing to pay. Like, say I've researched on WorthPoint, and I see figured out the going um, estimated profit margin on there, and then right. say, um, okay, I know I can't spend more than $15 for me to make a profit. Then I would just go put down, you know, 15 Oh, five down or whatever, fifteen twenty-five, fifteen ninety-nine, and I would just leave it sit. And if I win, I win. If I lose, oh well. Right. You know. So, but yeah, the snipers. I know my husband's a sniper, and I just don't have the patience. Right. Well, I do. I have the same approach, regardless of whether it's an online auction or a live auction. 
I'll look at an item and I know where my bottom line is, especially yeah. at a live auction because you, know, you have buyer's fees and taxes. Uh, you know, if I'm out of state, in state, I've got a, a, a tax certificate because I'm a reseller. But I look at all of that and figure out what my bottom line is going to be and then decide if I could make some money. And if I can triple what I'm paying, then I'll bid up to that point, mm -hmm. but I won't go beyond it. It really takes discipline to do that right. at a live auction. Right. Yeah, no, I've I've really gotten carried away, you know, at at auctions, especially when alcohol is involved. And <laughs> Well, on, on your upcoming cruise, you'll have to go to the art auction because they offer free champagne and you could sit there and at nine o'clock in the morning sipping champagne and getting tipsy before you've had breakfast oh my goodness my husband would kill me mm. <laughs> but no it's it's easy to get carried away and you know back in the day I used to say okay I just need two people you know to bid on my auction and you get them two people and oh my god the adrenaline the adrenaline gets going and they call that windorphins Windorphins. That's right. what eBay right. was calling it. So the windorphins get rolling, and everybody wants to win. And those two people go, do -do 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 -do, and then you mm -hmm. just sit there, refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> right. Yeah, in live auctions, we called that uh, auction fever. Oh, okay. Uh, I looked at a, a sold item on eBay. It was a 1985 Tops. WWF wrestling number one Hulk Hogan stickers with a PSA 10 rating. Wow. It sold for $5,655 a sticker. Yeah, I looked at that and I said, that's got to be bogus. So I did what I would usually do in such an instance. You're always going to have outliers. And when prices look really high, I get suspicious and I go look at the highs and the lows and, okay. and so on. But this one had 42 bids. And I thought, well, what's going on here? Did, did two guys go in and, and bid 21 times each or something? <laughs> but there were 19 uh, distinct bidders bidding on this platform, or on this item. And they bid it up to $5,655.55 was the winning bid. Wow. You know, and then I thought, well, is this unusual? So I started looking through them, and it was not unusual. And that's when I got to thinking that the market for any kind of sports-related memorabilia, whether it's cards or stickers or any of that stuff, is just so hot right now that you really have to be careful what you're paying or you're going to get caught up in the bubble. And when it comes crashing, you're going to lose your money. So if you're a flipper, you need to be very careful. If you're doing it for collecting, pay whatever you're comfortable paying. Yeah. You know, as a flipper, you got to make money. Wow, that's really interesting because um, at the Hulk Hogan restaurant in Tampa, they have a display case there with his belts and, you know, everything. And I thought, man, they better go put that under lock and key if things are looking like that. Really? Wrestling memorabilia is hot. It's a hot market. And the key to making money in it is being really careful when you buy. Uh, and if you can't buy it right, then skip it. Don't even think about flipping it. And let's not forget those sexy girls. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I w- I forced myself to look at all those this morning and go, how did she get into that outfit? <laughs> <laughs> those sexy girls. That I mean, the 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 women's wrestling federation is killing it. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one of my favorite girls, um, her her name's Palo, and she is from 90 Day Fiancé, which is a TV series that I love to watch. And she now is, is a famous female wrestler, and mm. she's really doing well for herself. But I like, I enjoy her photos, watching her. She's also a mom. She had a baby, and, you know, her and her husband, and, and she's from Brazil. Or Colombia, excuse me. She's from Colombia, and uh, she married a, a gentleman. I believe he was from Nebraska or somewhere. But it's fascinating to see that industry with the female wrestlers, and right. they're fun to watch. I, I enjoy sure. watching them myself. And then what about the ring girls? The girls that come out with the signs. Those they have action figures for those. The girls that really? come out holding the signs. Huh. Yes, and the referees, they have right. action figures for those as well. So the ring girls, they're, they're not called Vanna Whites? <laughs> no, I, I, unfortunately I don't know their names, I just call them ring girls, but right. I'm, right. God forgive me girls, I know they have names. but Good for them, good for them. Use what talents you had to do what you can do. That's right. And it's entertaining. It is. Uh, they have a great fan base. Uh, and if they can do what they love and make a living at it, then God bless them. Well, Dana, the the Hulk Hogan clock on the wall says that it's time to go. We're done. That's it for this week. It's been enlightening. Yes. And you can keep listing those all those items you got from the Raven. Okay. All right. That's it for this week. All Bye-bye. Right. Thanks. It was nice being ringside with you today, Wayne. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint.com.